turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. ...running on television on behalf of Senator Mark Kelly's re-election campaign. You all remember Mark Kelly, don't you? The advertisement is called Frank because it features a man named Frank who appears to be a small business owner in the HVAC industry, HVAC industry, and he's speaking on behalf of Senator Kelly and why he supports and will vote for him and why he would like you to do the same. Maybe you've seen it. Fairly standard stuff. And what I'm about to talk about will soon be fairly standard stuff as well, and I hope nobody falls for it. Frank explains that when COVID hit, his business began to fail terribly, and he was having a hard time getting federal financial relief. So he called Senator Kelly and then says, quote, as a Republican, I didn't vote for him last time. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but his office stepped in and cut through the red tape, and we're still standing. He then closes by saying, quote, you can count on Mark Kelly to do what's right and stand up for all Arizonans, close quote. This, I'm a Democrat and endorse so-and-so Republican, or I'm a Republican and endorse so-and-so Democrat business, it irks and swindles. And I hope people stop doing it more so. I hope fewer and fewer fall for it. Let's let's break it down a bit. It's been on my mind ever since I saw the ad. First, when someone says they're a Republican in a political campaign ad and they're not themselves running for office, when someone says they're a Republican and take you down the pathway of credibility, credibility for the ideological and partisan sincerity, I think it's worth asking, in what sense are you a Republican? Do you support a strong national defense? Do you support the right to life? Do you support border integrity? Do you support tax reform? Do you support religious freedom, freedom of speech? Do you support the Second Amendment? In other words, why are you a Republican and why are you telling us you are a Republican? Hold that thought. We'll return to it. Second, when someone starts or ends an ad this way, is it actually true you're not just a Republican voter here and there once and once in a while? Have you supported the party and other candidates in the past? Why is it on behalf of this candidate, a member of the opposite party, in other words, that it is the first time anyone in public would know you're a Republican? Why is your Republicanism being stated publicly the first time doing so on behalf of a Democrat? There are a lot of ways, by the way, to support and be a Republican, from volunteering and supporting campaigns to handing out literature to writing letters to the editor, calling shows and so forth. So for what it's worth, look up the person and their party activity when they tell you they are a Republican and they're supporting a Democrat and it's the first time you've heard of them. Look up their activity. Taking a stand in public for partisan purposes should come after you've done so on the party's behalf you say you represent. Your maiden voyage of standing for a political principle should not be on behalf of the opposite party. It was, for example, big news when people like Ronald Reagan or Frank Sinatra or other converts, perhaps even David, 
previous hour, declared themselves Republicans and made news supporting candidates like Barry Goldwater and Ronald Reagan, for they had already established themselves as serious Democrats in years past. But, of course, they also dropped the pretenses and changed their party registrations. If, by the way, you look up this self-declared Republican on behalf of Mark Kelly, Mark Kelly and his past political activity, you find a small donation of the Republican Party 14 years ago. A small donation to the Republican Party 14 years ago. Not exactly a well-committed or dedicated or contemporary Republican activist or party supporter, is it? We saw a ton of this in 2016 with Donald Trump, where Republicans said they were voting for Hillary. And the same question I had for them abides today right here. So as a Republican, you certainly support lower taxes, freedom of speech and religion, the Second Amendment, the right to life, border integrity, and a strong national defense, or at least two out of those seven main planks in our movement, right? And you'll get how many out of seven with Hillary if it's 2016. How many will you get of those from Mark Kelly? How many have you gotten from Mark Kelly? The answer is zero. And anyone and everyone knows it. By the way, let's not forget, this Republican for Mark Kelly doesn't even know who the Republican against Mark Kelly is. He's a Republican on behalf of a Democrat without even knowing who his Republican choice is because the primaries haven't even been concluded. So there are then two other streets to walk down here in analyzing the credulity and importance of an ad like this. This question, always an important one, just what is it about Mark Kelly you like so much that you want to persuade others to vote for him, even as you are of the opposing or opposite party? And this, I have to say, is the true crux of the problem, is it almost always seems to be in these situations. It's almost always a terrible case of self-interest at the price or in the face of the interest of the country. In this example, in this case, we are told only two reasons this Republican named Frank is supporting Mark Kelly and is asking you to do the same. One, Mark Kelly helped this man get federal money for himself and his family-owned business. And two, Mark Kelly will, as the man says, always, quote, do what's right and stand up for all Arizonans, close quote. So far as supporting the senator because he helped get you money from the federal government, how does that help anyone else? He helped get you money we paid for. Second, who put us in the situation and defended the need that required federal subvention over COVID in the first place? What party pushed the lockdowns and the shutdowns and defended their ongoing effect? What party mocked what party for urging against such lockdowns and shutdowns? What party censored those who questioned the wisdom of such lockdowns and shutdowns? What party weaponized and exacerbated and lied about COVID so as to attack the Republican president in an election year when there was no other avenue of political success against that Republican president? What party turned a cold heart and a deaf ear to those who opposed the shutdowns and lockdowns that harmed you when we warned over and over again about the severe economic and social consequences of the lockdowns and shutdowns? Consequences that all eventuated. Consequences that in the smallest of negative impacts required of you to require federal money to stay afloat, ab initio. In other words, 
you needed Mark Kelly's help because of Mark Kelly's policies and his party's policies. So you are praising a man and a party that invented and defended a problem with ardent enforcement in order to thank him for helping solve that which he caused. And you want us to follow you down that primrose path that takes us to take from Shakespeare down the deep and thorny and libertine ends? You want us to reward poor judgment and worse politics because the practitioner of it was able to give you a visa to escape? Just as if we had to pay bribes to the commissars to escape the government of their creation and vouchsafing, and we then praised the commissars in public for giving us those visas after having created the hellhole that we are trying to escape from? And then finally, truly worst of all, this. The ad ends saying all Mark Kelly wants to ever do is what's right and stand up for all Arizonans. Why again are you a Republican telling us these things? Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with Planned Parenthood. Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with the ACLU. Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with the NEA, the National Education Association. Mark Kelly has a 97% rating with Progressive Punch. That's the AOC group. Mark Kelly has a 0% rating with the NRA. Mark Kelly has an 80% rating with the group trying to legalize all drugs. A nearly 90% rating with that group. You get the point. Is any of that, does any of that constitute what is quote unquote right and standing up for Arizonans, but even just the word right? From an objectively moral perspective, never mind a Republican perspective, is any of that right? So my point, don't fall for this nonsense. I saw it when Grant Woods supported a Democrat for governor claiming he, Grant Woods, was doing so as a Republican. And what was the main reason? The Democrat, as he said in his printed column and on this show when I interviewed about about it, that Democrat was his college roommate. That's why he was supporting him as a Republican. And if perchance the, the Republican candidate were his roommate, that would nullify such an endorsement for the Democrat? I doubt it. I doubt it. It's all pretext. But the point is this. When you drill down no lower than an inch on these kinds of convenient Republican endorsements for Democrats— you find it is almost always self-serving, always self-serving at the expense of the party you claim to be a member of, and often self-serving at the expense of the rest of the country, based on no political principle whatsoever, at all, never, and from someone who either doesn't take their public policies very seriously or has changed them without saying so and telling us. You can and will see this again and again throughout the campaign, and you will see this again and again as we head toward the presidential campaign. You look around the environment today. You look at what Democrats have done to this country, from schools and education to public health to mental health to our border to crime to family policy to foreign policy to the economy, and it astounds me anyone can be supportive of the Democratic Party at all, at least if they truly care about their country. But I do understand the first rule of politics. We're mature enough to get the point that others will disagree with us. But you look around the environment today, you look at what Democrats have done to this country, from schools and education to public health to mental health to border to crime to family policy to foreign policy to the economy, and it would be astounding to think anyone calling themselves a Republican 
would be supportive of such ongoing social and political destruction, no matter how much you may have benefited or profited from that self-imposed destruction. That's what they bank on, by the way, the astonishment, the shock value of someone breaking from convention to do something unconventional on behalf of someone others were not looking to take seriously and support. I'm a Republican supporting a Democrat. That's meant to shock us. The shock should be ours. And the astonishment should not just be that a self-described Republican thinks and acts this way, but that anyone would. After all, what constitutes right and wanting to do what's right in this country should be a debate that's based on something a little bit more important than self-interest and dissimulation. If that's what it takes to stand up for all Arizonans, please do me a favor. Just sit down. I'm Seth Leapson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. Someone the other day said we should play more Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Well, there you are with the trumpet uh, the trumpet prowess of uh, Lou Soloff, S-O-L-O-F-F. Interesting trumpet player. Uh uh, I loved some of those bands that really brought in big brass sections. That was of that era. Chicago did it. I wonder if Johnny Cash was the first country musician to do it. You think about uh, you think about Ring of Fire and the and the and the and the horns he had in that. It was like a mariachi set. Anyway, welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, Brian in Phoenix. Welcome. Oh, hey Seth, how you doing? I'm well. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. So funny we're talking about that. It's even more nefarious than uh, than you speak of. Okay. I saw that same ad. You did. It, it's ago. something very weird about it, isn't it? Well, let me tell you what's really weird. See, I knew right away it was kind of phony. So I Googled the company. I won't say his name. Out of respect, I think more for his employees. And he seems like now, a nice we, guy, quite honestly. <laughs> he just seems... Yeah. 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 But when you do Google the company... Yeah. And you go down a little bit, maybe a page or so, yeah. you will come up with the companies because it's public information mm-hmm. that receives PPP loans. Yep. Uh, I'm one of those companies. Okay. Now, his loan was received in April 2020. Mm-hmm. Those loans, that means he hopped on it. I received mine May 4th, 2020. And I acted pretty quickly through Bank So of you America. acted quickly and got it a month before this man who couldn't get it. No, no, no. A month I after. A, a month, month after. after. Yeah, a month okay, after. Now, okay. <laughs> now, okay. Uh, the reason why I didn't get it right away, my understanding, they were releasing it to some of the smaller independent community banks first. Okay. So now I also know how it kind of works. So basically, and why, how I know Mark Kelly couldn't do anything, God probably couldn't have intervened. The banks interfaced with the SBA through a portal. Right. So nobody at the bank branch, so even this gentleman's bank manager at the bank he may be banking with for 30 years will know nothing about his PPP loan right. other than the fact that he got one. Right. He got it just served as a kind of a handoff. 000. Right. Yeah. yeah. What's really weird about it on that database, and I don't know if that's been updated, mine has, it also says his loan has not been forgiven to the state. Now, that's really, really weird. So... And yeah, well, that is that is odd. That is odd. Left a bad taste. Yeah. And it, it harkens back to uh, there was a small coffee shop owner uh, in South Phoenix 
did a Christian cinema ad, and she said the same thing. She's a struggling business, so and so forth. And she, I pulled up her PPP loan, and she got something, and she had two employees. The aggregate employee was making like seventy grand working at a coffee shop. It's all, it's weird. It's sure weird, it's and, and Brian, thank you for that. But also, didn't you have kind of a que- I don't know, is it a queasy feeling? Didn't you have a queasy feeling that your whole reason? for supporting this man and trying to get others, theoretically other Republicans, to support this Democrat is because you personally profited off his tenure. That's how I hear it and see it. That's what he's saying. His reason for liking Mark Kelly is that Mark Kelly say, you know, made him a little wealthier. But why would he want to alienate half his customer base, perhaps, in Tucson? I don't understand it. it, it uh, maybe they were college roommates. It may, and maybe uh, they were college roommates. <laughs> and maybe there aren't any Republicans in Tucson. Maybe. I'm going this weekend with my wife. That's very uh, are funny. you? What are you going to do down there? Uh, we're staying at Las Palomas, a little tennis weekend. Oh, how but, fun. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, I think there are some. Yeah, no, there are, but, obviously. Uh, obviously, thing. we have a seat down there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't see the ad running anymore. And I will tell you, I did comment. I went on the website to his, you know, message. Oh, I see it. Ever, I see it. I see it. You don't see it anymore. I see it. Oh, do you? I haven't seen it. I see it like I, I 10 times a night. I see it 10 yeah, times a night. Him. I accused him of lying uh, uh, on his website. Good. I said, I know you're lying about this. Good. Good. That's it. Call, call it out. I, I don't I, know I, for sure, but I have a feeling. And if I had to put money on it, I bet you. There's fishiness there for sure. I yeah. see it ten times a night easily because um, oh, you haven't seen it. Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Morning, I'll tell you why. So. I, I there's this channel on uh, on Dish, I guess it is that I have on Dish that plays the Johnny the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. On oh a, yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. On I a twenty four seven loop. I mean, that's all it is. It's the Johnny Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel <laughs> and man, that thing is on, and it's also on. So often that it sometimes it's on right after it, it repeats. Well, you know what? Yeah. You know what that tells me? That tells me he is looking at that demographic who would still find fondness of watching that. And I do, and I'm 52. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe some of those. I love the fact that you and I, 52 year olds, love Johnny Carson. I oh, love yeah. that. Come on. I Jeez. love that. Oh, when you were saying that demographic, again. I was afraid you were going to say, you know, that demographic <laughs> oh, yeah. of retirees. No, the and, other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other one. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Okay. Have Take a good care. holiday. Bye-bye. Safe travels. Say hi to Picacho Peak on the way. And Pet, what is that? They have an ostrich egg farm, I think, on the way, too. I've never, never stopped there, but I've always wanted to. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Every day, more harmful decisions by the current administration hurt the economy, robbing your savings and investments. It's almost criminal. Inflation is at a 40-year high, making your money worth less. And now there's a real possibility of a full-blown recession. Can you afford that? Can you afford to lose more? The good news is when investments fall, gold traditionally holds its value, which is why I own and recommend calling Midas Gold Group. I own gold from the Midas Gold Group. The veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. Talk to them about safeguarding your wealth with physical gold. Economic uncertainty is not going to change soon. There's no miraculous recovery on the horizon, no matter what politicians say. Protect yourself and your family with the only precious metals dealer, Seb Gorka, and I, and thousands of you already trust. The Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. Dot com by based right here in Arizona. Pat's in Tempe. Hello, Pat. Hello. How are you? 
I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for calling. What's up? Um, I just uh, watched the uh, governor debate last night. I'm and, sorry to um, hear that. And I am I don't have a favorite, and um, I didn't come out of the debate with one. I and perhaps you've addressed it today, and I missed it. But I basically was hoping to get your review of it. Oh well, I'm happy to tell you what I think, ab initio, uh, from from what I saw last night. Um, I thought it was a disgusting display of uh, civic education. I, there was um, the, the, the 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 moderator just lost control, just lost control, right. and uh, quite honestly, you know, we. I, I'm assuming you're a Republican or a conservative voter. I'm guessing. Yes, I am. So we sometimes back candidates in presidential elections that complain that they didn't get on the debate stage, on the on the televised debate stage when they're running for, like, president or sometimes even Senate. And, mm-hmm. and, and it angers and irks us. But the reason they didn't get on there is because they didn't meet a specified threshold of support, like 5% or 10% or something like that. And we complain about that because we think it's unfair. Last night I saw why that rule makes sense. Mm-hmm. La- last night I saw well, why that rule makes sense. Um, you know, there, there, there's, there's, there's a pet peeve I have in politics. I have many. One of them is uh, people who, uh, who, wait, who, who are wasting your and others' time when they have no shot. Time and money. It's just, it's just not in the cards and everyone knows it. I mean, if Matt Salmon... If Matt Salmon can tell you, after all, um, all, all the time he he spent campaigning for governor, and he did a good job of it, you know, he's a credible candidate and did a good job of it. If he has the wisdom to realize it's not in the cards for him, a very well-known name, probably the only name on that ballot. Yes, I think the only name running for governor, at least in the Republican Party, that people statewide have seen on a ballot before. He was the only one. I mean, he was he ran for governor previously, right, and came close, and he's obviously served right. in Congress. So if he knows he has no shot and has to withdraw, what does it say about the other, you know the others that have no shot? Now I'll I'll do mm-hmm. I, I'll do my endorsements um, in a, in a monologue of sorts when the um, ballots deliver in the next week or so. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, you betcha. Good. I'm. Uh, I mean, it's no secret. I've. Uh, I have uh, I, I serve on the uh, on the uh, committee to uh, elect Karen uh, Robeson. I've known her, her family, and I have known each other for eighty years. I think she's a fantastic candidate. She is my candidate, but I'll give a more formal uh, reason for my endorsements in all the races I've been looking at um, in about a week or so. I found it interesting that they were so quickly throwing uh, Governor Ducey under the bus. Interesting. And I, um, I didn't. I'll I tell you why that was. That you you want to know what that was about, Pat? It was kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, this is a Ted Simmons thing. The, the guy is not um, friendly to conservative candidates. He's not friendly to conservative ideology. I've, uh, he's just not. He is, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a, you know, he's a Dan Rather type. And, right. and the point of him doing that was to divide the Republican base with the candidates. He wanted to get the candidates in trouble for either supporting or not supporting right. Doug Ducey. That was the whole point of that line of questioning, and it frankly was a waste of time, I think. 
Right, which is why I don't even often watch the debates. Yeah. But a friend of mine, a friend of mine, suggested I watch it because she wondered who I endorsed. Uh huh. So, you know. uh-huh. Okay. Well, well, yeah, thank yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Stay, stay tuned, and I thank you for the call. And um, I don't know, you get some kind of pass for suffering through that. Um, it was, uh, I mean, it was half of it was terrible. Half of it was terrible. The other half was better, but half of it was terrible. It should all be good. We're better than that. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Chris is in Goodyear. Hello, Chris. Hey, Seth. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fine myself. I'm just calling in regards to that Mark Kelly commercial that I heard you bashing on earlier. Had, had you seen it? It, it really it, it, Every time. I, I primarily watch YouTube. Okay. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Do they have it running on? Yeah, as an ad on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And so every time he comes up, every time I see his face, it's like, really, any Republican that really falls for that, they deserve all the opprobrium that's going to come their way when, when as inflation keeps going up, as fuel prices keep going up. That It just seems to me, it, like you said earlier, it, it seems like as long as he gets his, hey, you know, and I don't care about all this other stuff, I'm getting mine, so why should I, so, so I'm going to keep supporting this Democrat who's helping lead this country in the completely wrong direction and everything like that so so i just i just wanted to give my two cents on that it, it, it really irks me every time i see that commercial I, I if youtube won't let me skip the commercial i end up backing out of the video and going back in just so i can skip it's 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 really you know it's it it was an odd issue for me to do a monologue on but it, there's just something about it that is so rotten uh and i think what yeah. of, what offends me most is to be sure what you say that the idea that people would fall for this nonsense and they think we're that dumb certainly but what offends me most is the entire reason for this quote unquote republican to be supporting this entrenched democrat has nothing to do with policy whatsoever. It has to do with him enweaponing himself, and it's it's self-serving beyond description. I it's just it rubs me offensive. No, it, it just offends me, Chris. No, it, it, it's the same with me, and, it, and, it, and frankly, it speaks to a larger issue with what's going on with our society nowadays, where a lot of people are so self-centered, like going with this Roe v. Wade being overturned. Yeah. You see that most of the people that are upset about that, it's because they feel like they've lost something and now it's over for them, or or they have they have their rights taken away. They never think about anything outside themselves. And, oh, and that's a great point, Chris. That's a great point. It's about me. There's no societal concern. There's no other life concern. It's all about this no. right, this right which you cannot find in the Constitution, but it's all about this no. right. And by the way, we're supposed no. to believe that the Supreme Court is now illegitimate because it changed a decision on something it created in the first place. It's kind of like that support. It's a weird other side of that coin of the support for Mark Kelly by this uh, by this guy, Frank. He's thankful to Mark Kelly for giving him money for a problem Mark Kelly caused and was part and parcel of, right? So we're now blaming the Supreme exactly. Court as illegitimate for undoing something which it did 
in my estimation, wrongly in the first place. All it did was readdress itself. But you're right. Uh, the selfishness, the me movement, um, the Me Too movement has a new meaning today. And it's about the only thing that matters is what? My feelings, my safety from having to hear what you say if I don't like it, and my rights regardless of any other right out there. It's really it's it's really a very self-serving, very egotistical society we've built here. At least the liberals have built for oh. themselves, isn't it? Well, and, and, and yeah, and, and now that we're finally at the end of the greatest month in all of at all of the year, Pride Month, that that speaks to the same thing. Where everybody, we have to all participate in the self gratification and self-loving of, of, of this minority group of people and everything like that. And if you dare to say, no, I don't want to participate or I don't want that being pushed on, on, on my kids or anybody else's kids, you're seen as the, you're seen as the, uh, the, the, the intolerant one and they'll do whatever it takes to destroy you if you don't participate. So, and I, I think that's probably one of the good things that'll probably come out with this Roe v. Wade, and um, this was mentioned by uh, Dennis Prager, it'll, it'll, hopefully, it'll start making a lot of these people start to rethink their positions on a lot of things and start getting away from that self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. One can hope, at least. Mm-hmm. 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 I hope so, Chris. I mean, the point of a society is uh, not self-interest. The other side of that, you know, is is the philosophical conundrum where where you know the only thing that matters is force and majority not justice or right r i g h t or the right thing or what's good for the country or what's good for yeah. society i mean none of it think about the border issue for a moment think about the border issue um i was uh i was telling the audience a few uh, weeks ago that i had a eye-opening experience with the new tent city or what's known as the zone this terrible series of three or four blocks in downtown phoenix where a very miserable homeless encampment exists or series of homeless beyond anything i'd seen before much like the kind of thing you saw out of san francisco really the tenderloin district Uh, who knew it was right here well i went and looked at it and i i decided with some friends i'm gonna try and actually roll up my sleeves and make a project of doing something about it with them. I think it's a solvable problem. Part of the problem, though, is a movement in this country that thinks it's better to let these people decide to sleep on the streets for themselves rather than bring them in and get them drug rehabilitation and mental health uh, and, 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 and mental health services. They think it's more compassionate to let them be there rather than to get treatment and to get mental health services. They think it's more compassionate to allow this border to stay uncontrolled. Do you realize, Chris, 600 migrants have died? 600 migrants have oh, yeah. died in the past year crossing and not because Americans were shooting at them or killing them or anything like that, but because of the dangerous situation they have put themselves in with the cartels. Oh, yeah. with the, it's not compassionate to anyone. No, it, it isn't compassion. And I, I don't know. It, it, it seems 
we're in this position because I think a lot of Republicans don't realize that they have always had the moral high ground on a lot of issues, and they've let Democrats con- some is the immoral one. Like like you said with the border. Yeah. I now understand how it is compassion for entire countries to empty themselves out and make a 4,000, 5,000 mile track north suffer God knows what, yep. die on the way in, yep. all so that they can get to the border so that they can yep. then be treated like inhuman, that they can be treated still inhumanely because right. they're all being kept in these. These camps, they're, none they're, they're none of this hiding. is compassion. None of it is humane, and it's all oh. and it's all very self-serving and ideological. Uh, listen, when uh, you follow a authoritarian political philosophy, the last thing you think about is the other guy. The last thing. It's really the first thing we were designed to protect. We the people wasn't first person singular. We who hold these truths to be self-evident was not first person singular. Hey, Chris, thank you, sir. Have a blessed holiday if we don't talk before then. Be right back. Well, I promised we would try and build a little bit of a crescendo going into July 4th and try and reify uh, the patriotism that Gallup is telling us is uh, at its lowest uh, level since they've been tracking it. So people have been sending me a few things. My friend David uh, sent me this. Uh, Little Jimmy Stewart. Liberty is too precious a thing. That's what's got to be in it. What? The Capitol Dome. On paper? I want to make that come to life for every boy in this land. Yes, and all light it up like that, too. You see, you see... Boys forget what their country means by just reading the land of the free in history books. When they get to be men, they forget even more. Liberty is too precious a thing to be buried in books, Miss Saunders. Men should hold it up in front of them every single day of their lives and say, I'm free to think and to speak. My ancestors couldn't. I can. And my children will. How beautiful is that, Jimmy Stewart? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Thank you, David, for reminding us of that and sending it our way. Portions of the show are brought to you by the good folks at Balance of Nature. They're doing a great project on teaching American history. You can check it out at balanceofnature.com. But their product is what I take every single day as well. Best product I've ever taken. Blend of 16 whole fruits and 15 whole vegetables. 100% natural. It explains... um, Excuse me. It doesn't explain... It boosts your health, your immunity, and your energy. Bill can tell you about that. <laughs> he saw me come in today a little groggy before I took my Balance of Nature. Boy, it put me in fine fettle, as it always does. You too. Balanceofnature.com. They're fruits and veggies. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE.